In today's episode, you will hear an encouraging story of bold faith in action as I interview my friend Erica Diaz-Castro, host of the Her Renewed Strength podcast and leader of the 2023 Renewed Conference. She literally thanks God for the cancer diagnosis she got years ago and talks about how her study of the Bible changed as a result of cancer. Powerful stuff. Erica and I met in a podcast mastermind last fall, and she has helped shape my mindset regarding productivity from a Christian perspective. Since meeting her and learning from her through her course and coaching, I am becoming more bold and more confident. I never would have shared the story I shared had she not given me the opportunity to speak at the 2023 Renewed Conference, which, by the way, takes place November 6th through 10. You should get yourself registered for free today. As a result of the speech that I prepared for that conference, I'm becoming more clear about who God is calling me to be and who he is calling me to serve. If you're looking for an extra dose of boldness in your life, listen to today's episode, get yourself signed up for the 2023 conference, and then show up for the conference in November. Who is going to be speaking at this conference? What are they going to be speaking about? How is it going to benefit you? Glad you asked. Erica shares all that and more. Take it away, Erica. Hey, (laughs) thanks for having me, Bonnie. I appreciate you. So uh, I'm Erica and I call myself your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. I think it's a nice short snippet of what I do, a little bit of my culture. And that will tell you probably more about me than other things would. Um, honestly, I just love the Lord and I just love to do his work. And I'm on a mission to get more women in the word, helping women overcome the obstacles that they think they have with respect to consistency and quality time with the Lord. And when all of the things I, I am now doing started to come into play, the ideas, you know, the doors opening. Um, I know that it was the result of the Lord having been working in me for a long time. And I have a cancer diagnosis to thank him for, you know, he allowed me to go through cancer for over, over five years. And it was through that, that he grew me in my faith and my walk with him. And I've never been the same. Before your cancer, what were some obstacles that you faced with getting into the word regularly? And then how have those obstacles changed since cancer? I think it's important to note that I really only started to really walk with the Lord in 2014, at the end of 2014, December. And two years before that, in 2012, I had given Jesus my life, but I didn't know what that looked like. And I didn't have many examples of that. So when things were kind of brewing in that two-year time frame, I went in the opposite direction. I started kind of getting into the new age and all of these things that seemed positive and helpful. I was on a journey to find myself. And then my aunt, just on a whim, invited me to church one day. She doesn't even know why she thought of me. She just, she just knows that she thought of me and she got this you know thought to invite me. And I went to church with her and ended up being around the corner from my house or where I lived at the time. And after that, I went a few more times and I I raised my hand, you know, when they're kind of praying Romans 10. And I decided that if I was gonna be a Christian, I needed to know what the Bible said. So it was end of 2014 that I resolved I would read the Bible in a year. 
I wanted to know what it said. And so in 2015, I read the Bible in a year. It was hard. It was very, very grueling. Honestly, I didn't know what I was reading, but I was committed to reading it, whether I understood it or not. And I'm a pretty disciplined person. So when I commit to something, I'm just going to do it, even if it hurts. And I would have to sometimes reread passages because I'm like, what did that just say? I don't remember a word. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And at the end of a year, I was like, I want more. And I remember in the midst of that year, having gone out with a friend who was like my only Christian friend at the time. And she had me, you know, she invited me to stay over her place because she lived kind of far. So I did. And in the morning she was like missing. I didn't know where she was. And what I learned later was that she was actually in like a corner of her house having quiet time reading her Bible. And I said, do you like reading your Bible? She said, yeah, I have to read it every day. And I was like, oh my, oh my, like, Lord, I want to have, I want to want to read your Bible. You know, I want to read your word because I want to, not because I feel forced to, or not because I'm like forced to my commitment because I'm like, integrity is like super important to me. I prayed for a desire to read the word of God and then it came. And so I was really following along with Chuck Smith's teachings at the time. And this was at the end of 2015. I, she had taken me to her church, which was Calvary in New Jersey. And I was like, oh, I love the way that they like taught on a Wednesday, like straight out of the Bible. And I looked up everything about Calvary. I found that Calvary was founded by Chuck Smith. And there was a podcast that had all of his line by line teachings on each book. And so in 2016, I followed along with his teachings and I also did a devotional that I had gotten at a women's conference that spring. It was my utmost for his best, I want to say. My utmost for his highest? My utmost for his highest, yes. And I was like, I feel like I'm in another dimension when I'm reading this devotional and listening to Chuck Smith. And it started to change me inwardly. And so what changed at the end of that year was that I got a cancer diagnosis. So at that point, I'd been reading the Bible for two years and I opted out of chemo and radiation. So I was going to manage it naturally. And my biggest weapon was God's word. And I asked the Lord to just help me be who and what he wanted me to be and to let me do what he wanted me to do. You know, I, I made a commitment. If you're going to let me live, like I'll do whatever you want, you know? And, and so he's been leading me on this journey. So I started to get into theology after I was diagnosed with cancer and it was very gradual. There was a friend I had who for better, for worse was always playing devil's advocate with everything and everyone. And when it came to my beliefs as a Christian, she knew me before I was a Christian. So when I became a Christian and then suddenly I was like on fire for the Lord, it was culture shock for her. She just pushed back on everything that I would set a boundary on. You know, it was in the middle of the pandemic that we started debating. <laughs> it was like, this is three years after, three and a half years after I was diagnosed. And at this point, I'm reading my Bible for five and a half years diligently and starting to poke at 
theology a little more and like why the Bible is authoritative and inerrant. And a lot of that was prompted by her questions because her dissatisfaction with my choices and my language around my objections was really rooted in her disbelief that the Bible had any authority. She just was like really into like Eastern traditions and very new agey. And I remember her just continuing to push back on things. And I said to her, I think the reason that we're not going to ever see eye to eye is because I believe the Bible to be a hundred percent true. and You don't. And she said to me, you're the only person I've ever met that, that thinks that. And so I started to question why that is. And I noticed that I was the only person in my world, except for like two or three people who believe that too. Because even I grew up Catholic and like a lot of my family is Catholic and they don't read their Bibles. So they didn't know what it said to know if it was a hundred percent true. And like, they were not like practicing Catholics. Um, it's like a thing, right? Be Catholics usually say I'm a practicing Catholic or I'm not practicing Catholic. It's a long winded answer, but it's like, it's just leading up to like all these things. Eventually, I learned that what I was engaging in was an apologetics-style discussion. And it wasn't until I eventually went through chemo that I learned formal apologetics, like what that branch of Christianity and theology is. And I really was like on fire for that. And I started to read more about theological stances so that I could better understand why certain people I looked up to believed what they believed. And so I think what changed is that theology and then eventually apologetics became a passion for me. Very nice. And so what led you to start your podcast for Renewed Strength? Oh my gosh, Bonnie, I used to have a podcast and it had in one year, how many downloads? 800 in one whole year. (laughs) In the podcast world, we know that that's, that's great. 800 is, is better than zero. But when the Lord showed me that, that it was time to lay that down, I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to podcast because I'm not, I'm not trying to just be wasting my time or yours. And we have the same podcast coach, y'all. So whenever I had a podcast question, I would ask our coach. And before we met in our mastermind, I had submitted a question to our coach, who wasn't my coach at the time, but she was like a friend of mine because I did become friends with her. And I remember asking her, should I just rebrand this podcast that I have that has 800 downloads or should I start a new one? Because I felt like the Lord, not that I felt, the Lord was showing me Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. And then women who I struggled who I, I had worked with either as clients or who I worked with as uh, they were my coach, all struggled with anxiety. I, I learned that later. And they would come to me later, different women, and ask, would you lead a Bible study on mental health? Would you support women with anxiety? And that was a constant theme that was coming up around that time. And then Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31 was coming up a lot at that time. My business was named something else. I had this different podcast and I pursued advice from a podcast expert should I rebrand? And she said, yeah, just rebrand. Like, that's a no-brainer. Don't do extra work. And I remember praying about it. And I remember reading a verse that said, I already told you 
and it like kind of hit me in the face and it was to start over. So I started over and it was through prayer and fasting that her renewed strength became the name. And then it was through prayer and fasting and a retreat that I did by myself that the Lord gave me everything I needed to launch the podcast and like rebrand everything. So it has really been, I'm just a person doing the work. God has been the one giving me the ideas. So you've had the podcast for coming up on two years now, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so your conference is leading up to your big two-year celebration. So tell us how the conference came to be about. Yes, it will be the week of our two-year anniversary for the podcast. And the conference was really, the Lord gave me a breakdown of what the business would look like before I knew that it was going to be renamed about a year and a half before. And I didn't know that I would do chemo at that point. I was, my life was pretty normal. I was just living with cancer at the time. And it was about a month after that debate with that friend. And I was fasting. Everything happens when I'm fasting. I was fasting and it was Good Friday. And I remember in the moment that I got the headaches because your body kind of hurts when you're fasting, right? And I remember getting the headaches and I was watching only messages on Jesus' leadership style that day. For whatever reason, I was really interested in Jesus' leadership style and like what in the Bible could speak to that. And I remember watching this message. I feel like it was Francis Chan for some reason, but I can't really say for sure. And I turned off the TV and I just sat there and I felt like my head was throbbing. And then suddenly the pain stopped and I could see a seven tier business and the different tiers included a conference. So all these different sects of the business would operate in, you know, as complementing each other, all with the same mission. Because it's worth saying that at the time I was in fitness. So I had only just kind of come out of fitness and rebranded as a life coach only. I was doing life coaching and fitness, but most of my clients came out of me doing personal training and nutrition because I was a bodybuilding competitor for years and I was, I never had to market for, for clients because people just came to me either at the gym or in the competing circuit. So I kind of in obedience to the Lord leading me out of that, I shut down that business and I was pursuing him constantly. I thought I was going to grow in corporate America. And then he gave me this download essentially of a business. And I didn't know who in the world was going to run that business because it seemed like a lot. It was. It's seven different areas. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I wrote it in my journal and I just prayed about it. I was like, I don't know when this is going to happen or who's going to make this happen because who has time? I had a child. And then I ended up getting pregnant a couple of months later. So I'm like, this is definitely never going to happen because who has time? And when I did that retreat in 21, it was November of 2021, the week before we launched the podcast, I knew we were going to launch the podcast, but I didn't know what the continuation of that would look like because I had never been so consistent with something, you know? And so when I was in that retreat with myself. I was whiteboarding with myself. I put all these huge posters on the board and just like workshop with myself for hours. And I was fasting during them. Like I always do these things fasting. And so I remember writing out 
the word conference with a question mark and then immediately the number two, two years comes to mind. So I wrote two years and I put a question mark. Is this in person? Is this virtual? And I just kept praying about it. I really almost did a, an in-person conference for next year and the Lord just kept showing me virtual conference, virtual conference. I remember what we did last year for our one year anniversary, which was like a little party. I was like, oh, it would be good to just have a celebration around that and and have a theme and just bring women together, not just to get into the word, but to live it out. And how did you choose the theme of boldness? That was a theme the Lord gave me for my life this year. At the beginning of this year, I chose a verse. I didn't really choose it. It kept popping up on me at the end of last year. And I finally said to the Lord, okay, I will, I will allow this to be like a, you know, my guiding principle for this year. It was Joshua 1, 9 and 10. Do not be afraid. And so when I was praying about the conference, which was earlier this year, probably, what was it, like February I started reaching out, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, like February. I didn't know what it was going to look like, but when I prayed about it, I knew that he wasn't just telling me to be bold. And the more I interacted with other women who are already walking with him, the more I saw that there was a timidness, not a lukewarmness, but a timidness about sharing their faith and what that looks like and how we can practically live that out. So the Christian life was kind of a big question mark for some women. Topics like spiritual disciplines, forgiveness, you know, fellowship, how to like use your home for for fellowship or just community and and really hunkering down on what God says about who we are as his children. So those things kind of fell into place based on who wanted to speak in this conference. Yeah. And when you mentioned the theme was going to be boldness, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool because Joshua 1.9 was my theme verse for this year. Oh, like, no. Are you yeah, serious? I'm, yes. <laughs> Bonnie, I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You see how the Lord works? Yeah. So I was like, oh, that would be really cool if I could speak at that. And then it worked out. And Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. And so it'll be my my first experience as a speaker at a virtual conference um, yeah. as I work on my boldness and getting out there more. So Amen. it is something yeah. that I think is not talked about from a Christian perspective as much. I hear a lot about boldness in the coaching community, right? Mm -hmm. I think coaches talk to their clients about boldness a lot, but I think sometimes we also have to just like relate to our sisters and be like, girl, you can definitely be a little less scared in this area. And I don't know that we notice that we sometimes don't encourage boldness, but I do notice that what we do mostly is comfort when our friends are going through something, like if they are scared of something, at least in my circles, there's a lot of comforting happening. And part of that is fear of like pushing someone when they're not ready. But I think we need that push. Like I really yeah. think that there need to be women who are like, stop, stop it right now. This is not the spirit that the Lord gave you, you know? Yep, exactly. So you've listened, you've gotten the speeches from all of the participants mm -hmm. and you've listened to them. What are your, some big takeaways that 
Um, my listeners can look forward to experiencing, to hearing any kind of hints or just some just some encouragement that you have to let us know how this can benefit us. One of the sessions that I was most looking forward to, honestly, because of my own selfish reasons, was creating a cozy, welcoming environment that inspires and delights. And our friend Danny is going to do that. She's She's got a session on that. And so, you know, just creating a home that you love so that you have the freedom to welcome people in hospitality. And that's something that I have struggled with. I tend to be a perfectionist. I kind of want my house to look Pinterest perfect before anybody comes in. And that's not what it's about, you know, and, and Danny speaks to that in her session. She's, she gives really, really simple ways to create a space where you can host and love on people and share the love of Jesus in a really authentic way. And I don't mean authentic, like culture talks about it, um, authentic, like honoring to the Lord, right? True to who he is and who he made us to be. Another one that's really good is Elisa's session, um, Renewed Through Rest. And I love this because rest is oftentimes associated with lacking productivity. And she she does a good job, I think, of looking at the Sabbath through scripture and helping to make it more understandable and how that looks when we're trying to practice that as Christians. And it's perfect for me because only while we were in our mastermind, when one of our friends, Paige, was working on her course on rest, I started to realize that a lot of the things that, that people struggle with with rest, I struggled with. And I wanted to adopt a Sabbath practice. I wanted to observe the Sabbath. It's a commandment. But I never thought of it as a commandment. I always thought of it as optional. So I had to dig into why I thought it was optional and then what it actually looks like. And I think Elise actually like wraps everything up really nicely in her session. That's a really good one, especially if you're one of those people who's just been running and going nonstop for a while. Um, it, it might feel like you're not being where you're know, getting where you want to be or being who you want to be, but it is bold to set the boundary and actually rest. So I think that's a really good one. They're all really good. Lisa's talking about forgiveness and everything. Every time Lisa speaks, I cry. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's so funny. Mary is someone who kind of came in at the last, not at the last minute, but she wasn't initially going to be part of the conference. And, and the Lord kept like impressing on my heart, ask Mary, ask Mary. So I finally did. And her session is about delighting in Bible study, which is perfect because Heather, who was our last speaker to join, is talking about comprehending when you're in Bible study. So there's delighting and then there's like the comprehending part of it. So those two are on day one. And I think that that's such a good duo. Um, and they're they're both speaking to a similar topic from different angles for different outcomes. And, and they're both important if you're going to continue to be consistent in your Bible study. And then yours. Oh, my gosh. Your your session had me mesmerized. I was like, don't stop. This can't end. I wish it was longer. <laughs> it's just really powerful. I think the imagery that you that you included is so powerful. The way you know you're you're an author 
Like you know how to deliver a message succinctly and in a way that is captivating and is also transformative. So there, every single one of these sessions is going to contribute to a true internal transformation. And I can see God's hand all over each of them. Yeah. And I'm excited about it. So it's less than a month away now, starts less than a month away. Yeah. And, and tell us again, how much is it to experience this conference, Erica? Oh, okay. So first let me tell you what, what's included. So mm-hmm. there are three platforms that we are hosting everything on. There's the learn platform, which is where you'll see the sessions and they're dripped every day. You get your two sessions that day. Then we have a Slack community where everybody can come and hang out. We'll have live chats going. Uh, we're fasting together. If you're interested in joining us, we're fasting. And there is a a channel for prayer requests, all of that. And then we have our party, our conference party, which is going down Friday, November 10th. And that's where we're going to do a live Q&A with you and all of our speakers. We're going to do giveaways. We've got some really fun giveaways, books, planners, things like that. And it is free, free to register. So if you want to join us, there is no charge. Uh, You get access for 30 days. So from the time the conference starts up to December 10th, you'll have access, no charge. If you want lifetime access, it's like 40 bucks, 39 bucks. So you can purchase lifetime access. But if you don't want to pay anything, you don't have to. It's just there for you for free. Yep. So come get yourself signed up. There's a link for you in the show notes. And look forward to hanging out with all of you guys. We can hang out live on Friday, November 10th. It's just a way to learn more about who God is and how to become a more bold Christian. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I... We have people praying over this and more people who are, are joining as, as even like as we speak. So, um, by the time we're live, I think there will probably be a little over a hundred women. So we'll see what God does. And we'd love to have you. I'm, I'm very excited to help fill your spiritual cup. And I'm excited to see what the Lord does with what you learn in each of you. All right. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Erica. And her podcast is Her Renewed Strength. Uh, That'll be linked for you in the show notes as well. All right. Any final words? Honestly, just spend time with the Lord because he's waiting for you to, to come to him with all your burdens, with all of your ideas, right? We, we're not supposed to be acting in our own strength and we want to grow in our relationship with him. And, and that intimacy is only ever built when we spend time with him. So be in the word, be in prayer, and be ready to say yes when he calls on you. It's your turn to step out in boldness right now. Go get yourself registered for the conference, and I'll see you live on Zoom November 10th.